I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you are listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature audiences only. So please, if you're a minor, navigate to a more appropriate podcast. Neither of us are licensed professionals, just average Joes, and our opinions should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at American-Polly.com, where you can check out our blog, ask questions, leave comments, or view our merchandise. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and welcome to American Polly. Tonight's episode is an amazing one. We are finally doing our first interview. We have here in the studio our very good friends, Sam and Ashley. Hi, everybody. <laughs> That's <Hey>. Sam. <laughs> I'm Ashley. And tonight we're going to talk to them about how they kind of got started in the lifestyle, what led them to those decisions, and... <gasps> they got outed. And they did get outed. And I feel kind of guilty because they, they got outed with us. They did. I know! We're like the... We're like the, the the bad kids. The bad kids on the playground. <laughs> we we corrected you. Well, I think for uh, all intents and purposes, we should probably start from the beginning. We should. So, absolutely. so, how did you guys get even interested in the lifestyle, and who who brought it up first? Was it? Oh, it was Sam. It was me. <laughs> Sam, you bad boy. You. <laughs> I do love a bad boy. I do. <laughs> So, um, Ashley and I have been married for a really long time, and a few years ago, I mean, I, let's say throughout our marriage, we would, you know, fantasize about other people from time to time. About a year ago, I discovered a couple of podcasts that dealt with the issue and that I thought were pretty good, I shared them with Ashley, and let her listen to them, and she wasn't repulsed by the idea, so... We discussed it, began to talk about it between us, and that went on for about a year. And <laughs> so I'm curious. Okay, I want to interject for just a moment. You you guys had this amazing idea of like being with other people, and you kicked it around for a year. <laughs> like, how did that go? We did. Was that like okay. just like? Woo, getting hot during sex for a year? Or, I mean, <laughs> I what's mean, it going on there? It didn't hurt that <laughs> at all. But I think I was more hesitant yeah? than Sam was. I was more concerned about, not that he wasn't, but I think I was the one holding us back as far as getting started into the lifestyle. Nervous? Yeah, really nervous. Yeah. I was super intrigued. I really thought it was a hot you know, thing to do. I just couldn't see us actually doing it. Mm-hmm. So I just really didn't think that, I don't know, like I have body image issues and I oh, really didn't we think, all do. well, I know that, now, you know, yeah. but I mean, as far as like 
oh my gosh, it was just a lot of, a lot mm -hmm. to take in. And also we were worried about maybe what it would do to our marriage. Would it make things, you know, would it be too much of a risk to take? Right. Well, that was our main concern as well. And we're typically pretty boring people. We're not. Oh, I don't, I don't think, think so at all. all. Well, I mean, in the sense that not we're not poor. like, <laughs> but we're not like, you know, we don't go out to a lot of clubs. We're not like party people. Sometimes the idea of the lifestyle, it makes you think of certain things. It makes you think of parties all the time. It makes you think of, you know, 25 year old bodies and stuff like that. And that's a little intimidating, <sighs> you know? Mm -hmm. What I would give to be 25 again. <laughs> Damn, I'd give a Me lot too. to be 20. I know, right? Mm -hmm. I just want the, I want the thighs I had when I was 25. Mm -hmm. That's all I care yes. about. <laughs> Maybe the, well, lack of cellulite. Okay, I can make a list. Julie can make a list about the shit she'd like to have. From can we go back to nineteen? Because I feel like nineteen was a better year, actually. Nineteen was amazing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Suddenly, Matt and Sam are like, "Damn, let's do it." <laughs> so. <laughs> so hey, you, Sam, you were around for nineteen-year-old Ashley. I was. Yeah, that's the crazy yeah. thing is you guys have been together that long. Mm -hmm. Since the tail end of high school. That's amazing. Yeah. So opening up your marriage was like huge. It was. That was probably a very difficult decision to make. Mm -hmm. It really was. Because we just, that was part of the whole, is this, is this too much of a risk to take? Mm -hmm. Is this fun that we might potentially have worth risking us mm -hmm. and our family and we have kids and... You know, we have a great marriage and we pretty much always have. So, you know, it was a lot to risk. Mm -hmm. So we just weren't really sure if we wanted to, to take that risk. But I think the more we talked about it and <laughs> over the year, year and a half, um, we finally, you know, just realized that we were doing it together mm -hmm. and the fun we would have together We'd be doing it together, even if there was something bad that happened, we would be together doing it and we would be careful and, you know, kind of learn some ways. We we're just realized we really had to communicate. We're good communicators, but we had to up our game even more. Mm -hmm. Is that, yeah. pro has that been one of the biggest challenges that you guys have had to deal with? Mm. I mean, I think we definitely are having more frank conversations than we've had mm -hmm. uh, before now. Things come up that you don't expect, yeah. you don't anticipate. Oh, I think that in this lifestyle, you end up having conversations about things that you're <laughs> like, I would have never imagined so intimately discussing something like penis size or <laughs> condoms and right. in play or mm -hmm. um, just like crazy things. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I know Matt and I will end up having these intense conversations about topics that most people gloss over in life mm -hmm. and but mm -hmm. in this lifestyle you have to really know where your partner's at know where you're at mm -hmm. and know where you're at as a couple mm -hmm. so has that so. transcended into your relationship as well with everyday normal things definitely mm -hmm. yeah i was actually as you were talking uh julie i was thinking that you know it's really interesting some of the things that have come up because of being in the lifestyle and not just the way you would think, like 
you know, thinking about flirting with someone else even before in vanilla life, that's just sort of a no-go. There's just, it's just a no, you know? And then, so, you know, when you're in the lifestyle and it's an approved, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. a setup kind of thing. It's helpful and expected. So, you right. know, it just some of the things that you end up having feelings about your, you don't expect mm -hmm. to even like jealousy issues, things like that. Um, jealousy is a rough one, isn't it? It can be it for can sure. Be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that can be. But it opened up really good topics mm -hmm. uh, between the two of us that I think are have been helpful and you know he have made us grow even more than we thought. We already were pretty awesome. Now we're <laughs> like together, and now. So how did you guys kind of advance from listening to podcast? Mm -hmm. um, can you tell our listeners kind of like how that transition from from making decision like, okay, let's start talking about this to actually discovering. Going out on a date. Well, maybe even before that, like mm -hmm. you, you've talked about things. Okay, you've made the decision. Let's right. put ourselves out there and see what happens. Mm -hmm. How nerve was it? Very nerve wracking for you guys. Oh my gosh! Can you kind of tell our listeners a little bit about like that process and mm -hmm. kind of the things that you guys were feeling and and kind of going through at that at that sure. juncture? I think we were um, talking about you know doing a profile on SLS. Mm -hmm. um, that was which, the first, which is for our listeners that's oh, swing, swing life, swing life, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and we put a profile up. But we didn't put any pictures up and we didn't pay for it. <laughs> so it was basically just like we wanted to see who was out there. Baby steps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, are these literally all models or are they normal people? Mm -hmm. And right? to our. And do we know some of them? Right, Sam. Don't worry. I work with that guy. <laughs> exactly. Um, they were so... normal people. Yeah. And... I'm surprised that we have not run across people that we. I know, right? Matt and I worry about that with, because we're pretty active on several sites and we go to a lot of events and stuff. I mean, you know, pre-COVID, but when is a concern, right? Like we just keep waiting for the time that we walk in and like somebody's boss is in the corner or somebody's like mother-in-law or you know, <laughs> some crazy situation like that. And we're like, oh shit. So we're waiting for that. Right. Mm -hmm. It will happen. We have a dialogue ready. You do? Oh yeah. What do you have? Um, Are you willing to share that? We're going to be like, hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you got to own it at that point. You just own it. You own it completely. Well, I mean, I figure if they're there, they're right? for the same exactly. reason that you are. That is exactly what Matt said. He's no. like, there's no reason to be embarrassed. If yeah. they're there, then we know what they're doing, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That was all Matt. He called that out. So how nerve-wracking was it for you guys to actually sit down and put a profile out there and... I mean, I can't even imagine, like... It was scary. Not really knowing anything. You know, you you listen to, you know, different podcasts, and you listen to people talk about their own journeys, and it's it's nice because I think it gives you some of the nuts and bolts on what to do, mm -hmm. but it's different when it's you, and you're putting yourself out there because every podcast says, oh everybody's accepted everybody you know but at the same time you're like well yeah but it's it's me you know right. exactly i'm the exception oh mm -hmm. for sure so okay let me ask you this how many times have you edited your original 
your original uh, once? profile. I think only once. Really? Now okay. I feel like we added ourselves on. <laughs> well, now I think that I think though that it changes a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, and like what what we're looking for. What mm-hmm. we're looking for, where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, because when we first got involved in this, it's different than what now. Mm, Just because sure. some of the experiences that we right. had and 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 were you and I so for 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 Matt and I where we are at in our relationship and what we're looking for and what we're the fantasies we want to fulfill are mm-hmm. a little in we're in a different space than we were when we first got together exactly yeah it's almost yeah. like a shopping list mm-hmm. well I mean I think things That's evolve I mean you you know you're in this lifestyle and you you kind of see you you may see something or you may hear of something or you may. It, you know, you may watch something and be like, oh, I, I kind of wouldn't mind trying that. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, the more you kind of stew on it and think about it, the more you're kind of like, yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> right. So, well, I mean, Julie's that. brought stuff and then mm-hmm. I brought my own and we've kind of like, well, well, okay. Well, case in point, we started out thinking that we would be searching for a single guy. Mm-hmm. to have a threesome with because that's where our fantasy started and we've been in the lifestyle for a year and we still haven't found a single guy that we oh my goodness want the to... search for the proper bluefish oh, man. i feel like there should be a book yeah <laughs> ashley and i should write a book called the search for the proper bluefish we could totally write we're gonna book. do it girl we're gonna mm-hmm. do it because it's hard i think you should call it blue fishing <laughs> is there let me ask you is there is there a particular poll for that <laughs> i think we should search for that too <laughs> matt the look on your face <laughs> i just picture a book with a naked julian ashley with little fishing hats on right little Girl, we Annette, got it going on. Annette, and... Imagine how many how many we would sell just based on the cover. Right? It'd be all about it. We get a, a blonde and a fishing, redhead going on. Get a fishing vest, a net, and mm, that's all. And waiters. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they call those things, right? The big, the big boot things. Waiters, yeah. Yeah. See, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. They even have little suspenders to keep them up. I know. We can do the suspenders right over the nipple. No, uh-huh. you have fishing. You have a fishing vest on. Perfect. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I think the suspenders over the nipples hotter. <laughs> I do. I do think it. I do. I could see this on the bookshelf somewhere. <sighs> Ashley, mm. you know, we got we got work to do. We do. Mm. So yeah, the, the but but seriously though. Looking for the right third is really hard. Right. It is a, it's a challenge. So yeah. have your, I'm, I'm going to try to get back on topic, <laughs> but has your fantasies changed? Mm-hmm. They have. Have they changed then? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you get exposed to more things, and I think the thing about it is it's like when you fantasize about this stuff, it's a fantasy, and it's... A physical thing but as you kind of go down this path a little bit you know the people don't just disappear like they do in the fantasy and so you find that you know there's attraction to people it's more than just physical it's you know there's a lot more to it I think that in itself makes it better maybe than mm. how you would have like maybe mm-hmm. originally planned it so mm-hmm. some of the fantasies are Whereas before, sometimes it's like, yeah, it's just purely a sexual one, and we still have those, 
But some of them are. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but some of them are more, you know, a certain person or right. something like that that are a little more specific. They're more nuanced mm-hmm. than they were before. I mm-hmm. totally would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is, it's all an exposure. Like sometimes yeah. you don't know a thing is a thing until it's a thing. Yeah. Right. And then totally. sometimes you're, I mean, I mean, I know for us, we've been to a couple of events and we're like, yeah, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not getting on an elevator with 15 other people. To run naked through a hallway? To run naked through a hallway. <laughs> yeah, there, there are limits. But okay, so there's two sides to that. There's a limit of I'm not streaking through the hallways of a hotel. I don't care if it's a takeover. And then there's the other side of, wow, that wasn't a thing until it's a thing. And now, baby, it's a fucking thing. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I mean, exactly. So we've had both where we thought we will never do that. And then we did it. And then we thought, oh, man, we want to do that. And then we were like, nope. Nope, we're not doing that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would totally go skinny dipping at 2.30 in the oh morning God, again with, like, amazing. 20 other people. Wasn't that was it? fun. I never thought in a million years I'd be naked in a hotel pool. Never. Never never thought it. Never now thought it. I, as long as the water was, was warmer next time. I know, right? Fuck, <laughs> it was cold. Oh, I know it was cold. The only good thing about that is the amazing lift the whole time. Like... Nothing like that kind of lift. Like, it doesn't work that way for guys, though. I know, right? Unfortunately, <laughs> so we have that. Oh, right. It, 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 was, yeah. it was the opposite. I was holding yeah. on to Julie for a while because I was so freaking cold. My, lips, right? my teeth cold. were chattering. It was and... fucking cold. But you wouldn't believe how quickly it cools off. But man, my breasts look amazing. And... That's all I care about. I'm going to go on about that for quite some time because they look 19 again. <laughs> <laughs> totally worth the cold. They totally did. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I never would have pictured me in a or uh-huh. us in a pool at two thirty in the morning in a hotel. And... With people half our age. Well, they were half our age or our age. Right. I mean, there were some our age, but there were some half our age. Yeah. So we were like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Right. So yeah, this lifestyle does definitely open those doors. Mm-hmm. So, it does. Yeah, definitely. Um, have you guys had any experiences where you're like, thought you wanted to do something and thought it was a fantasy until you kind of been got, in the lifestyle, in got into the lifestyle a little bit and then kind of like, oh, I don't know about that. I think I thought it would be a lot easier to have sex with people I didn't really know that well. Mm, and it, mm-hmm. it is fun, but there's so much difference to having play with people that you're connected with. So are you guys more relationship driven? We are. Yeah. Yeah. We found that out. And I think that was surprising to us mm-hmm. because our relationship is pretty fulfilling, but mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with that. I mm-hmm. found, you mm-hmm. know, it's just kind of personality wise who we are. I definitely, I mean, for me, I want to like the people that I play with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to like who I fuck. Sure. Um, I mean, to be crude, but you know, relationship wise, I don't always have the time that I wish I had to be super involved. Mm -hmm. Like our quad, which we have a quad. I'm sure our listeners know at this point that you're the couple that we talk about all the time. And so our our quad is amazing. And we are definitely in each other's pocket all the time. Mm -hmm. But I don't have that kind of energy and that Mm -hmm. kind of time frame to give to 
you know, a plethora of people. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I want to have relationships and I want to like the people that we play with, Mm -hmm. but I don't have the time to be like, I don't, I can't give everyone the girlfriend experience. Mm -hmm. So, and I worry about that. And I know that that's Mm -hmm. probably something that you guys look for. Well, I mean, we talked about this before. I mean, Ashley and I, you know, for me, it's one of these things too, where I'm with you, Julie. It's like, I have limited amount of resources and time in my day, so I can't have the same connection with every single person that we meet. So there are some like you that I talk to on a regular basis. And it's a blowjob, isn't it? It is. <laughs> <laughs> when I say talk, I mean... Um, I know what but, it is, Tam. I'm all about it, baby. <laughs> but, but with others, it's not as regular. Um, and there are some, some couples for us that it's not as regular. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's sporadic. And, and that's okay because, honestly... I don't have the time to invest that much right. into that. So I know Matt feels that way often when right. we meet a new couple. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty spread thin with work and other personal stuff that I have going on, and it's really difficult. It's really difficult for me to put that much time into sending, you know, 25, 30 texts in a day. Right. Um, you know, I just don't have the, the ability to dedicate to that. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind communicating when I can, but it's difficult to be able to um, maintain that for someone who is looking for that in, in a relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know like last summer, early, or well, like early last winter into the spring and into the summer, we had, all four of us had kind of entertained the idea of another couple. Mm-hmm. And that other couple required a lot of contact and a lot of daily mm-hmm. messaging and a daily interaction. And that was kind of a stress for all four of us. Mm-hmm. And so it was difficult to keep up. Mm-hmm. And so I know how that can actually be mm-hmm. kind of stressful, mm-hmm. you know, when you yeah. don't have the time. And then you feel like you're letting someone down. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst feeling, right? Mm-hmm. It is. Because you don't want to feel like you're letting your partner down, much less like, you know, people beyond that that mm-hmm. won't give you the grace like your your everyday partner like i know matt if i fall short one day he's not going to be like well julie you fucked up yesterday mm-hmm. you know he's going to be like hey baby you had a bad day mm-hmm. and he's going to understand Absolutely. but someone that you aren't so tight with may not be so understanding mm-hmm. and that's hard so i know we've all had that struggle are there any other struggles that you guys have kind of discovered or run across in the lifestyle for you guys? You know, I think one of the things that has been, I guess, kind of, um, I guess, a work in progress for me personally is that, I mean, obviously, anybody who has even a, a passing knowledge of the lifestyle knows that there's, you know, a hundred single guys for every couple and for mm-hmm. every, you know, a thousand for every single woman. And so there's a lot more single guys out there or a lot more uh, married guys who are flying solo who will express interest in us and specifically in Ashley. And, you know, some of those times it's, it's a little difficult for me because 
A, I don't know their what their motivation is, and B, I'm just naturally very cynical on that kind of thing. So when a guy says, oh, my wife knows, but she's cool with it, my first thought is, he's lying. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. So... Right. Well, and you're very protective of me mm-hmm. as well, and you don't want me to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, you are beautiful and amazing and sweet and Aww. kind, so of course he's going to be protective because Aww. any guy out there would be like, hello, Ashley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but thanks. <laughs> I will say one of the struggles I've had is I'm sensitive and... I have found out, especially being a relational person, that sometimes I get in a little deeper than I wanted to with my heart mm-hmm. and I get hurt. Mm. So depending on how things go, but yeah, that's been, I haven't had my heart broken in a long, long time. Right. You know, you haven't had, because you, you've no. had Sam for yeah. so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now it's like, so that was a surprise opener. knowing that oh my gosh, that I cared that much, you know, so, but it was a good, it was hard to go through, but it was a good learning experience. And it also taught me, okay, this is what that feels like. So you really need to be careful of, you know, who you let in that deeply and how quickly, Mm -hmm. um, people need to earn their way in more so than I was doing before. And just giving it to them. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Sure. And we have to make sure, you know, that we're a good fit for each other, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So yeah. Relationship wise. It's interesting to me because I feel like, and I'm I'm, going to totally call you both out and you're going to be like, you're going to be staring daggers at me, but (laughs) Ashley and Matt are on opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to that. Ashley opens herself up and and is like very open and very vulnerable and very giving from the start, right? Like mm-hmm. day one. Matt is a you gotta earn it guy. Mm-hmm. You gotta earn. You gotta earn that. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna give you anything to start. So you guys are like 180. Mm-hmm. Yet you guys are also dating. So it's interesting I, to me. I want to clarify. Okay. Something here. Mm-hmm. Like I, everybody starts with a clean slate, mm-hmm. but yeah, you have to earn it. Right. It's not just freely given. I, I, I will give myself, but you've got to earn it. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all, baby. Not no, 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 I'm not. I'm not right. Yeah. I, I don't take it that way, no. but I mean, I just want to clarify. Like, but you, yeah, you're definitely, uh, you're, you're I'm guarded. very guarded. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. guarded. And it's not a bad thing. I mean, given your history and given the things you've been through, guarding is good for your heart. I was just thinking that because, you know, we have vastly different backgrounds as far as, you know, our experiences. And yeah, of course, you know, if you weren't guarded, I'd be a little bit worried about you. Right. (laughs) You'd be thinking, wow, he's really more into that side of BDSM than we knew. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So... I, I know that we've kind of talked about. I'm going to kind of move, move along a little bit. Um, I know that. Imagine we've, that. I, I'm, Very we, we've talked about Matt. some of your challenges and stuff. So, what have been some of your joys? Oh, that, what is the joy? I mean, you guys have been pretty awesome. But, oh, well, you know. we're amazing. Of course, <laughs> we are. I think we've gotten closer. 
That's been a huge joy. Mm -hmm. um, now, when you say closer, you mean you and Sam? Yes, okay. Sam and I closer um, to each other and even more open, like I said before, than, you know, we thought we could, we even needed to be. So I want to clarify uh, that real quick. Yeah. In what ways? So this is a really good point for our listeners, mm -hmm. because we often say how opening your relationship to this lifestyle can bring you closer. Mm -hmm. If you have good communication, if you have good boundaries, mm -hmm. if you know where you're at, if you know what you want. So can you describe some of the ways that it's made you and Sam closer? I think going through the experiences that we have together, good and bad, sometimes funny, <laughs> sometimes kind of, you know, something that makes you think a little more. I think it's opened up sort of a new realm that we we didn't even know was out there as far as things to talk about, things to feel, ways to communicate differently, things that we needed to do to up our game a little bit, um, even just in our own marriage, as far as like making sure that we take time for each other and not just taking that for granted I think because we've had to communicate so much more on these new topics, it's sort of made us feel emotionally close to each other. What do you think, Sam? No, I agree with uh, Ashley. If you do this right, it really forces you to be very vulnerable with your partner. And when you open yourself up like that and that person takes care of that, it's a really great feeling because you are leaving yourself wide open, whether it be, this is how I feel, or whether it be, this is something that, you know, I've always wanted to do. And you can just say that. And I was going to say the other, I guess, joy is, you know, just seeing how I've just seen like how Ashley has changed, you know, just in her confidence and, the way he, she carries herself. I'm and sitting it, here in a negligee, by the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would never that happen too. before. Um, but, and darling, you look amazing. Well, thank you. you know, <laughs> all of the things that I think I've always felt about her, that she always kind of took as, you have to say that because you're my husband and we've been married forever and ever. And I pay you extra to say those things. Yes. <laughs> All of those things. She's, I feel like she actually believes them or more, more chance, believes more of it than maybe she did before. And that's just really a great thing to see because I feel like she's just kind of blossomed in the last year. Thank you. Oh, that's Aww. very sweet. That's amazing. Well, I am going to bring up the elephant in the room because it's it's right there. I don't know if y'all can see it, but it's big and white and fluffy and amazing. <laughs> and it's saying, uh, you got outed. <laughs> totally got outed. And, and not in the way that you probably thought that you were going to get outed. Not at all. Right? Yeah. So that we had got outed to our kids. Ah. Oh. Not publicly. But okay, I'm gonna I am gonna clarify one little tidbit to our listeners and say you have amazing children. Oh, Your kids are fabulous. 
We love and you. I know that I am an honorary godmother, and I love my role, <laughs> and they are amazing. You're a fairy godmother as well. I, I like it. Or I like it. She's so, <laughs> so she good to our kids. use more glitter in life, which Matt loves. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot right here. I don't know where <laughs> no, it came right. from. It's just freaking poop glitter. <laughs> <laughs> that explains all the glitter in the bed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, Matt, you are something. <laughs> I can cut out if you'd like. <laughs> so, how bad was it? Um, Were you totally freaked out? Yeah, I wouldn't say like 100%, but a good 87.5. <laughs> it was a, up there. I was 100. You were 100? Oh. Luckily, so, Ashley. Well, we were. Um, we were in our basement family room and we were on a, there was drama happening with another mm -hmm. couple, which happens. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were on the phone and on a speakerphone call. And apparently our kids are not as dumb as we thought or as hard of hearing They're smart kids. I don't know why you ever thought they were dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think they were dumb. Just thought they were naive and nope, nope not at all. Um, so our 18-year-old daughter had overheard some things and yeah so we stopped our call immediately once we realized she was upset um, she didn't let us know she just said she was going to her boyfriend's and we're like okay and she's standing at the top of the stairs and we thought she she doesn't sound right and I was like are you okay yeah I just need to go we're like oh <laughs> we'll be back so we ended our call and yeah, she was actually, she'd overheard, and in talking to her, she was more mad that we hadn't told her than the fact like that we were in the lifestyle. Loop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that she just really felt like it was something huge and that we should let her know that, you know, we were in relationships with other people. Mm -hmm. um, and I can see her point, you know, didn't, didn't really think of it that way. So, so she actually, after a while, she handled it pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, and then our son, who's 16, um, was in his room, and I know he was listening to the whole thing, but he wisely <laughs> stayed in there until we made him come out. <laughs> and his words were looking at our daughter and saying, I called it. I totally called it. <laughs> we're like, what? Because he knew that there was something going on. So, yeah. What was that like? For you, what was that Terrifying. like? Terrifying. I was really afraid that the thing we feared, which was screwing up our family, was potentially happening. Yeah. And oh my God, what if this messes our kids up irre irrevocably? Right. Bored. Yeah. Mm. And what did you think, Sam? Um, a lot of the same stuff. You know, I mean, it's just scary when that's like the one thing that we didn't want to happen mm -hmm. when this whole thing started. And that was also, I think, you know, like Ashley was saying, it was the one thing that, you know, would have dealt with our family. Um, we have great relationships with our kids and we've always, always have the idea of that somehow getting messed up or, you know, damaged in some way really scared me a lot. And when 
her daughter revealed or asked the question, you know, are you guys, I think she said something like, are you dating them or something like that? I just froze. I was like, uh, and luckily Ashley jumped in and was, you know, even though maybe on the inside was freaking out on the outside, was cool as a cucumber and just started talking. And, and I mean, I think the fact that we have such a good relationship with them and we can be honest with them about, you know, some things, um, I think that made that that conversation go a lot more smoothly than it would if we had a strained relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know. It helped that our kids have knowledge of, they have friends who are, you know, gay, lesbian, trans. We have, our daughter has some friends who are trans. She has a friend who's in poly relationships. And these are teenagers. So they're not totally foreign. They're way more advanced than we are. At that age, yeah. Oh my God, when I was 18, I don't know what it was. So the fact that she knew what polyamory was before we did was, I think, a testament to how she was able to kind of put the pieces together and also accept it really quickly and be okay with it. Their main concern was, is anything going to change with our family? And... The answer was no, nothing's going to change. And they're like, are you guys, is anything happening with you? No, we're good. We're great, actually. You know, then they were fine. I was worried because I was very concerned that your, that your daughter would see me as, or or would see your relationship with Sam as lacking. Mm Mm-hmm. And that he needed to reach out to someone else, being me, mm-hmm. to fill some role that you couldn't fill. Right. And the idea that she would take that as I could never be enough for mm-hmm. someone. And not that, I mean, I know we talk all the time about how you can't check every box, but I was worried about how someone so young would see that mm-hmm. and how that would affect her getting older. I was mm-hmm. very concerned by that because I had such an amazing relationship with her mm-hmm. and I was worried it would affect and yeah. worried that she would say, well, obviously, you know, my dad needs somebody else in his life because mom is a good enough. I was so worried about that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want her to have that idea in her head that you were not enough. Yeah. So I, I hated the thought mm-hmm. of that. And, and it turned out to be not that way, but I was but it's a very, good very, point. very concerned about that. What was a good point that I hadn't thought of, you know, and didn't know it was even something that needed to be addressed or, you know, and I, I think I actually let her read your text on that, Yeah. that you had sent me your comment on it and just what you were concerned about and how she would perceive you as well. Mm-hmm. And because you did value your relationship oh, I with see, her. Yeah, I do very know? much. And yeah. it's an amazing one to have. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've never been somebody's fairy godmother before. I know. So <laughs> it's kind of an amazing feeling. Are, <laughs> she, she does say you're the aunt she always wanted. Aw, well, there's that. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. going through all of that and, and dealing with the being outed and having to talk to your children and, mm-hmm. and kind of explain the situation, has that helped you with your relationship with them have has your relation i know that you and sam's relationship is Mm -hmm. is strengthened has the relationship with you and your children strengthened along with that i think so you think so um i think so um 
I don't really talk about it much since we, you know, since it was discovered. I just, I don't, never, I don't know, I don't. Ashley has since then occasionally, you know, talked. Um, I With think, our daughter. Yeah, I think there's a part where our kids are happy they know, but there's also a part where it kind of creeps them out to think. It totally creeps them out. Uh, I know, well, they are teenagers. I know. It would creep point, me out, too, if it were I, my parents. <laughs> I know at one point our daughter told Ashley that she could see Ashley doing that, but the idea <laughs> of her dad doing that just weirded her out a little bit <laughs> so i don't really talk about it with them but at the same time i do make sure that you know i keep those lines of communication open mm-hmm. and that i try to you know spend time with them on a regular basis just to find out how they're doing which i kind of did before but you know even more so i think after because i just don't want them to be like in the dark on some things you know or mm-hmm. even be in the dark that's amazing so mm-hmm. Overall, being outed, are you are you glad it happened, or do you wish it hadn't happened? I think end result, I'm glad it happened. I hate that it had to be so traumatic yeah. to them. You know, she was upset and crying and just kind of more mad than anything. I think she just kind of pissed her off a little bit. Right. But she, I think sometimes your daughter feels like, you're my mom, but you're my friend, too. Yes. And so and why didn't you, you tell keep, me? How could mm-hmm. you keep this from me? I think so. And I felt the same way about, mm-hmm. like, I am I feel like a mentor to her, but then I kept something mm-hmm. big from her. Right. So, exactly. yeah. I, I think the same. I mean, it's nice to be, to be honest up to a point about what we're doing when we go on dates now or when we oh, we don't have to come up with near as many excuses about it. <laughs> <laughs> they were like you guys are going out so much now again that goes back to the whole thing that we're, we're a boring <laughs> couple and we just you know seven days a week it was we're gonna go down and we're gonna watch a new show on television you know and that was it and then when we started going out it's like oh Okay, that's a little different. And then we start going out more. It's like, okay, that's really different. Mm -hmm. But it's been good for us. It's been, Mm -hmm. you know, good to kind of stretch our wings a little bit on that. Now that we don't have to be so creative Mm -hmm. as to why we're going out every time. I think that helps. I do still think it freaks them out a little bit. The other day um, when we were coming over to Julie's house to make cookies, just uh, my daughter and I, we... Uh, Matt was supposed to come over, and so I, I don't know, I was getting ready for work that morning, and I did something, and she's like, why are you worried about whatever, and I said, I don't know, um, Matt's going to be there, maybe, so I wanted to look nice today, and she's like, ugh, like, jeez, <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry, and she's like, oh, never, it's fine, it's fine, I'm like, well, does it make you feel weird or what I'm like I'm sorry you know I, I shouldn't have said that and she's like no it's fine it's just whatever boys <laughs> exactly boys. exactly like you should look nice for you not for boys you know mm. I totally agree but you always look amazing oh. uh, yeah. you're the one who looks amazing you've definitely upped my my game as far as you know I actually wear a dress tonight and not jeans well I have to say 
and you're gonna if you're gonna be around Julie, I am the ultimate girly girl. <laughs> so the glitter is gonna wear off. Totally. Much to Matt's dismay, his utter and apparent dis- by the look on his face right now. We are all getting you <laughs> glitter for Christmas, darling. No. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy some glitter lingerie and just spread myself across the bed. You know, is you <laughs> know what? Get it, baby. As long as it's your bed, I'm good with that. <laughs> My sheets, huh? Yeah, your sheets. <laughs> that is the thing. That is the thing. But yeah, I think that uh, I think it does. Being in this lifestyle does really bring out your inner, maybe just that inner little bit of the person who wants to like be sexy and be amazing and mm-hmm. look amazing. And mm-hmm. you take more time and more care with yourself. You do. Your grooming. Your I know for, for us ladies, like, our makeup and our hair and our clothing, and for the guys, like, mm-hmm. I mean, the grooming, the mm-hmm. the cologne, the all those little touches. It, mm-hmm. it brings that part of you out. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't like it. Yeah. But then I'm yeah. kind of into a guy who does a little bit of, of self-care, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. keep that cleaned up down there. And, <laughs> and you know, your, your mustache shouldn't be in your mouth, mm-hmm. you know? That kind of stuff. So Wait, You don't yeah. like beard braids? No. <laughs> Not even with different no, colored I, rubber bands? No braids, no beads, <laughs> no, n- none of that. If it's Duck Dynasty, it's not for me. I just, I mean, that's no offense to the Duck Dynasty guys. I'm sure they're sexy in their own way. There's probably an entire, like, generation or, or group of women out there who are like, what? But you know what? Y'all have a good time. Groom your beard, not boys. For me. Groom your beard. Groom it. All we ask. You want me to groom my shit? You groom mm-hmm. your shit. Although I will say Sam was mentioning the other night, I would trim previously, but I'd never gotten waxed before we started in the lifestyle. Mm. Never turn back. Right? <laughs> That's so good. There's nothing like it. And he was saying we were together last night and he was like, man, can I just tell you, that is so nice. Right. <laughs> and I was like, well, that. That works out the the cost of the budget, no matter what. I don't think that works out the fucking pain. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm worried about the cost. I'm worried about the actual pain involved. <laughs> Holy shit, that hurts. <laughs> I do have to take some Tylenol before oh, I go. <laughs> I, want, I want these boys to go one time. Mm-hmm. You gentlemen. I'll go with you one time. I will make you an appointment. No, oh, for you for me. I thought you were just go with you. No, 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 no. For a wax, Sam. You go. You, I'll get one. You get one. It'll be like a joint massage. Only a wax. And then you will understand. <laughs> Sam is going to massage. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cold day of hell before I freaking. Uh, now, Matt might be all about it. Nope. No. No, I've already nope. talked to him about it. He's like, uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. nope. See, Matt's lucky because he has curly hair. So mm-hmm. his is like, it kind of stays, even if it's a little bit on the longer side, mm-hmm. which it rarely is, it stays neat because it's so curly. He grooms it. I like, know. Yeah, I've right? got like, a little yeah. pomade for it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, actually, nice. <laughs> oh my it's, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. It's a wet look on you. Wow, <laughs> we are getting deep here, people. It's deep. Just a jar of pubex. Oh, oh man. Oh, oh there's on your that... next business venture, pubex. On that note. <laughs> I think it is time to let our listeners back to their regular scheduled lives. Yeah. Thank you very much, Sam and Ashley. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Thank Um, you for having us. 
Yeah. All right. Until next time. I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. Thank you for listening to American Polly. If you enjoy this podcast, please like and subscribe. And you can also support us on our website at American-Polly.com.